This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the Scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. Welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. My name is Curtis Carr. I'm here with my co-host Dustin Hughes. How are you doing back today, with sir? Him. Doing great. And we are back with our guest, Ryan Holtzclaw, who is the pastor of Monaghan Baptist Church here in Greenville. Ryan, thanks for joining us again. I appreciate you letting me. We, uh, we have talked a little bit about your story in a previous episode and encourage our listeners to uh, to go find that on our podcast, Table Talk with G-Hop, which you can find on most major podcasting platforms. You can also find it on our website. Ryan shared more of his story of kind of coming to faith and then getting serious about discipleship and the progression into ministry and how he's pastored in several congregations here in the upstate. Um, right. He was raised in Seneca and pastored at Greer, Fountain Inn, and now he's at Mon- again. Um, and we want to talk about uh, specifically your passion for church revitalization and church partnerships and all you know the things that Monaghan is currently doing to to walk that out, which is really a, an awesome testimony. Um, so you know maybe we can just jump right in it. Yeah. You know what first? What is church revitalization? Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> why is why is that important or what does that even mean for those who may not know? So church revitalization is. Um it is a that's a that's a complex thing. That was one of the, when I first started really getting into studying church revitalization. It, it was a lot of times you think, oh, it's just the revitalization, the revival of a church. What was dead is coming back to life, and that's true. So you can you can put it under that umbrella of church mm-hmm. revitalization. But to get there, for a church to go from being either completely dead mm-hmm. to back to life. It takes different. There are different ways of getting there, mm-hmm. and so um, so each church is is really different, and what it's going to take to get them there is quite different. And so, yeah, yeah. So it's. I mean, you're you're targeting churches that may be dwindling Correct. in size, or, or mm. you know, financially, yep. and and how can we go in here and at one evaluate what is happening, right, and then see what we need to do to see life and you know. Uh, yeah. Vitality come back into into hmm. this congregation, and yeah, like you said, I, mean, I could see how that would look different in the different contexts that you may enter into. Uh, I find it interesting that there's actually, I mean, a whole intentional movement focused mm-hmm. on this, you know, and especially in the South and yeah. the Bible Belt, and and even in the Baptist denomination, especially that there's, you know, I guess, you guys are realizing, okay, we've got. Churches that may have been thriving, you know, 50 years ago or 30 years ago or whatever it may be that uh, that had a lot of great impact, but maybe they're just getting older yep. as, you know, in an age demographic yep. and dwindling. And and there's maybe younger people who are coming into the denomination. How can we steward the resources that these churches have and see these things come back to life for the sake of those communities? Rather than just going and planning, as you mentioned on the last episode, going and planning a bunch of different churches, let's see what we've got available to us already, right. mm-hmm. and how we can build those to be stronger right. in that. So yeah, I mean, I, and I, I've been—I'm just kind of learning about yeah, this recently, too. and yeah. it's in, it's gr- encouraging to hear and see, uh, especially some of the partnerships and what Monaghan's doing uh, personally. You know? yeah, and, and I can imagine the factors that would require there to be analysis of whether there needs to be revitalization. Mm-hmm. 
are varied as well. It could be a lot of leadership changes, yes. or it could be the, sometimes the community of which the church is located mm-hmm. has changed and flipped. I mean, there could be all these factors. So you're not just, it's not just a one size fits all model all. for how yeah. it is. Yeah. Not at all. It all depends on the, the culture. So within Greenville, especially, um, you know, we've got our textile crescent mm-hmm. um, where you got that whole textile community, and a lot of those churches are struggling. And, yeah. you, you know, it, it is a huge priority uh, under the leadership of, of Al Phillips with the Greenville Baptist Association. Church revitalization is a huge priority yeah. there. And, and so um, what we have is uh, we within the GBA, we have a, a team of uh, 11 or 12 uh, pastors and some associate pastors that make up a church revitalization team. Hmm. And so step one hmm. for us is that we work together as a team. And let's say a, a church comes to us and says, hey, we're, we're really at our wits end. We just do not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the churches that do approach the GBA, many of them are without a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, or many of them have a pastor who is a- at the end. He's just he's mm-hmm. uh, about to retire. Yeah. You know? so, um, and and they're, they're dying. They're down to 10, 15 people. So I, I'll give you a great example. It's a yeah. great example. Over in the welcome community, mm-hmm. there's um, – uh, there's a church there that was planted, I think, about four years ago called Reconcile Community Church. Yeah. Will brought us. Yeah, yeah we have Will we, on, we have on the Will. air. Okay. It's been a while. We need to get him back yeah, on. Yeah, so, yeah. And love, I love on our Will. Podcast, yeah, go find, go find that episode on our <laughs> um, website or podcast. So Will's church, they're doing great. And one of the things about church revitalization and one of the things that we assess is, does your church look like the community around you? Because yeah. huh. if your church doesn't look like the community around you, you're not you're not doing it you're not you're not going to make it yeah. right so so will's church reconcile looks like well the welcome community yeah. well less than a mile from him was a church uh, oakcrest baptist church mm-hmm. and oakcrest was really struggling they were down to about 12 people years ago back in the late 70s early 80s they were a thriving church but they no longer look like that community. And so uh, they approached the Greenville Baptist Association and said, we, we need some help. Uh, we don't have a pastor. We need some help. We're down to 12. Here's our two deacons that make the you know make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Help us. And so uh, myself and, and uh, two other guys, an intern uh, of ours at Monaghan named Jason Von Baird, who's a part of our church revitalization residency, which – Again, we, we could, have a whole conversation, which, which you developed doing your doctorate. Yeah, I mean, that was what, so specifically yeah. developed for that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've we've that's had, cool. and I again, I could talk all day. There's there's uh, Dunning Baptist Church, a guy there named Stephen Leopard. Stephen mm-hmm. uh, went through our our church revitalization residency while he was working as an associate pastor at Dunning. Now he's the senior pastor at Dunning, and they're going through the revitalization process. Yeah. And wow. That's that's another partnership yeah. with. And I, I just remember Hill. whenever we had Al on, and we've we've had Al Phillips and Mike oh. Cuckle okay, on yeah, with yes, Greenville yeah. Community Church, which yeah. is a similar. Right with Michael Bain. Yeah, Michael yeah. Bain, and, yes. and, and yeah, they yeah. partnered together and revitalized the church there right. on the west west side. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so with with Oakcrest, myself and. Uh, Jason Von Baer and our intern who's finishing up our revitalization residency and then uh, another guy named Shane Donald. Shane's a pastor at a church, uh, lower part of the county. Three of us went in f- as the assessment team. We met with the deacons. We talked to these two guys and um, one afternoon Jason and I were just riding around the welcome community and I thought, 
I looked at Jason and said, Jason, why, why are we going to try to, why would we try to revitalize uh, Oakcrest because most of those folks are driving in mm-hmm. when we've got Reconcile less than a mile away from them who already looks like the community. They're growing. They've outgrown their facility. Why not part of this just be a, a merger mm-hmm. uh, of sorts between the two? Let Reconcile take the Oakcrest campus. They can use their current campus uh over off, I think it's Alabama Street, use that campus as their community center because that's basically what Will was doing out of mm-hmm. there and having worship. They were using every room of their current facility there. They were, it was being used for two or three things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, hmm. so we just started that process and talking to the people at Oakcrest. And we, we go back, we look at their history. Um, we look at the timeline of when things started to decline. We look at uh, current demographics. We look at finances from giving over the last, you know, 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we do surveys within the church, but we do surveys in outside in the community. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because one of the things we want to know is, is this church, are, are, they, are they thriving in this community? Does, do people even recognize that a church is here? Yeah. And then also within the community, what do you expect? Like, what would you like to see out of a church? You know, mm-hmm. and so we did those things with Oakcrest, and uh, went back to the two deacons we're meeting with and presented this idea, and uh, taught the will. And Will was like, you know, I, you know, Will was just overwhelmed with it. I mean, just just super excited about mm-hmm. it. Because uh, it was something that he never, he just didn't think would happen. But so we started seeing the Lord open these doors. Yeah. And um, after about a month and a half process, Oakcrest made a decided uh, one Sunday morning, uh, after several meetings, mm-hmm. answering questions and things, that uh, they were going to allow Reconcile to take them over. And and so now Reconcile has this their West Campus, which is. Uh, you know, still using it as a community center. Um, they've been doing some, They've, I think they're still worshiping out of there some. Mm-hmm. But I know like yesterday afternoon, they had a worship service in the Oakcrest facility. Mm-hmm. They've been using Oakcrest, as, Oakcrest Gym to minister to Carolina High School yeah. uh, mm-hmm. through this program called The Hub, which is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but the Lord has taken Oakcrest, that building, and some of their members who have remained and and now that church has life again. Mm-hmm. It's a it's their legacy of the people who were there are, are going to be. Hey, sure, it's no longer Oakcrest Baptist Church. It is it's the Oakcrest campus under Reconcile Community Church. Yeah, but they're they're going to reach that community yeah. now. Yeah. And so that's one picture of what we would call church revitalization. Yeah, right? and I can imagine for you. I mean, there's so many layers of. I mean, that's a beautiful story. But I can imagine there's uh, conflict resolution oh, yeah. that has yeah. to happen. There's persuasion. there's persuasion. Yeah. There's tense moments. <laughs> there's you know asking them to pray. There's right. there's, there's hand holding. All these things. Yeah. Um, and so, but that, that's cool to hear the fruit of that and the willingness to. I guess sometimes you can step into probably some some oh. messy situations because yeah. maybe Deacon One. And I don't, I'm not speaking for this particular church, but maybe right. Deacon One is like yes, yes, let's let's do yeah. it. But Deacons do two through five are like. No, not yeah. at all. I mean, so you yeah. have to kind of navigate through that, yeah. and it's a man. I can imagine. Yeah, there, there, there's a there's a church right now um, that that you know that's really they they recognize that they need help, 
but unfortunately there's a lot of barriers there yeah. and mm-hmm. and they're not being able to move forward with what they really need to be doing because there's people that are there that you know this they've got it the way they want it mm-hmm. and and they don't want it to change at all and so even though the community around them is just changing mm-hmm. yeah and i mean what do you and for some of that one i would encourage our listeners those are prayer topics right yeah, yeah. like pray for topics. those who are who yeah. you know maybe that the lord would change people's hearts to maximize and revitalize churches in our area because I, I mean that's a lot of those cases the lord has to change somebody's heart you right. know something has to give there um, but then i mean you think about the other end of the spectrum like with the um, the reconcile uh, case i mean what was going to happen to that congregation and that facility uh, if if the revitalization hadn't happened you know would i guess it would just potentially dwindle to nothing and they may have to close the doors they would, and they would have probably they, and they recognize and somebody that. buy the property and it turns yeah. into a apartment complex Could rather than a church Could you have. know yeah um well if you're just tuning in we're we're back with ryan holtzclaw who is the pastor of monaghan baptist church uh, we've been talking about church revitalization what is what does that even mean what does that look like and he was just sharing a story about a local church here reconcile community church and a process of revitalization and a, a merging with another campus or another congregation that was there in the community and and how important it is for uh, for the churches who may be struggling or you know uh, maybe dwindling in their size and their finances to be open to the idea of partnering with another congregation or even evaluating how can we restructure what we're doing in order to see fresh life come into our church for the sake of our community. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Ryan you know, has a doctorate in church revitalization, and there's a team with the Greenville Baptist Association that's focusing on this. I think that's very important. That, I mean, there's a whole team of people, a third party, you could say, that yeah. that are willing to help mediate some of these situations right. and, and see uh, resolution come for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake yeah. of these communities, for the sake of church congregations not turning into, you know, uh, like we were just apartment buildings, right. you know, that they, we can have a strong presence, uh, whatever that m- may look like. And I know Monaghan is doing that in, right. in some ways. So maybe tell us a little bit yeah. about that story and how where you guys are currently and how you're using your facilities for uh, greater impact. So I, I got to Monaghan in June of 2020. In January of 2020, Rob White, uh, Dr. Rob White, he was the uh, transitional pastor at, uh, at Monaghan before I came. And uh, Rob, Rob got to be in all church revitalization. There has to be a bad guy, and, and so we we try to use the the revitalization team through the GBA. We we try to be the bad, You're the guy. bad guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we go in and we can have those hard conversations mm-hmm. that says this has to go. Be frank with, with people. Yeah. 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 This is what's wrong. This yeah. is right. What's going right. On. And yeah. so Rob was that at Monaghan, and um, in a lot of ways. And so uh, downtown Presbyterian Church uh, had outgrown their facility. And uh, Monaghan was down at the time. They were down to about, I want to say, about eighty people meeting in a, a thousand seat sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, uh, huge campus. Right. You know. for, for code purposes, I better say nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> okay, that's right. right. Yeah. Edit that out. Yeah, edit that thousand out. It's, it's they'll tell you it's nine hundred ninety nine people. Yeah. And so uh, Al Phillips, downtown press, had contacted Al Phillips and said, "Look, we we're going to tear down our facility." Uh, and rebuild on our current property yeah. we just need somewhere to meet for about a year maybe two yeah and uh and so uh al phillips got 
the uh, elders at Downtown Perez connected to Rob White and the leadership at Monaghan at the time. And, and for Monaghan, it was, um, you know, Monaghan had just spent six months prior to that uh, really praying about how are we going to keep the doors open. Mm, yeah. And and so um, because it's a huge campus, it's an 18-acre campus, it's an old building. And so, so there were things that because financially the church had been in decline, that mm-hmm. the building was really suffering. And so Rob and, and a couple of the leaders from Monaghan worked with Downtown Press. The beauty of this is that Rob and the the a couple of guys that were helping him, they were going to let Downtown Prez use the facility at no charge. Wow. Right? They weren't going to ask them for anything. Wow. And Downtown Prez just wouldn't hear of that. And so hmm. they they said, we're going to give you something. And and so uh, Rob and those others said, okay, that, that's fine. You know, The reason that Rob was, they were willing to do that is uh, if you read uh, the books that you read on church revitalization, they tell you that when you're trying to bring this church back to life, you want the community to see mm-hmm. life all, there, life there, activity there. Yeah. And so what better way to show that there's activity there than by allowing a church of, you know, I think they have 1,200 members at yeah, downtown yeah. Perez. It's huge. Every Sunday and in times during the week to see the parking lot full. Yeah. And that was Rob's, that was their thinking behind, behind it at that point. And so with Downtown Prez, they, they moved in in January 2020. They've been with us now uh, since that point. It's been a beautiful relationship. Yeah. You know, we, we've had to communicate really well with one another. They do pay us uh, a monthly lease. Mm-hmm. We take their lease money. We put it into a uh, capital improvements account mm-hmm. yeah. where we utilize that for building needs and things of that nature. Through that partnership with them, we, as you said in the mm-hmm. last episode, we, we were introduced to, to Roy Giese and Outreach Church mm-hmm. that's outgrown their facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so we've been able to uh, work with, with Outreach Church. And um, when Downtown Prez's time with us is over, which we believe is going to be about mid-January, uh, Outreach Church is going gonna, is gonna to move in and you know, we'll, we'll make the necessary changes to accommodate everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have their service, uh, you know, 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings, which is when we meet now. Mm-hmm. We meet at 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings so that downtown press can meet at 11. It's going to be the exact opposite when outreach flip comes. We're going to flip it, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so, um, so that, that partnership, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And then uh, a few months ago, we were approached by – Another church, another Presbyterian church called Christ Kingdom Presbyterian, they're out of TR, and they're looking for, they're planting, and they're looking for a facility to to kind of help them upstart. And so right now they're using our campus on Sunday evenings hmm. for their vision casting meetings. And um, at some point we're, we're thinking that they too will begin having their worship services in our gym Mm-hmm. Uh, at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. So you would have wow. outreach at 9, you would have us at 11, <laughs> and and then Christ's kingdom potentially in the gym also at 11. And and then then we have another church that meets currently there now. It's a Hispanic church hmm. uh, because the area around Monaghan, 70% of that area around Monaghan is Hispanic. And yeah. so uh, we have a, a Monaghan and Espanol church that meets every Sunday night at 5. And a Pastor Erwin Soto, that's a church plant from the GBA. 
Um, we love having Pastor Soto. I've told Pastor Soto that I will know for sure that Montingham Baptist has been revitalized when he comes to me and says, uh, we need to start meeting in your sanctuary because we've got more Hispanics than we, we can use in this room right now. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I will know this church is revitalized when we have more Hispanics meeting than we do. You said the same thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Anglo, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. um, that's so a, That's awesome. I, yeah. I love, I mean, so many layers to that. One, okay. just praise yes. the Lord for the the testimony of that i mean your leadership the congregation what was already prepared you know with the pastor prior to and just the heart to to say yeah i mean yes you're you, the congregation is getting something out of you know monaghan's benefiting from the partnership but it's mutual there has to be understanding there has to be openness and and love and and seeing a bigger picture that's yeah. beyond your own yeah. you know, yeah. logo and brand, right. but it's for the kingdom. Right. And and I just celebrate that's an answer to prayer. And just to note, I mean, outreach is a non-denominational church, uh, more probably charismatic leaning. And you got... Shh, don't supposed to say oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then you've got... Uh, Once again, edit that out. Edit that out. You've got Monaghan... <laughs> Is a Baptist in the Baptist denomination, and then Presbyterian, two Presbyterian churches, yeah, just yeah. differing denominations. I believe it's something that the Lord's doing. That wait a minute, we may have some disagreements theologically that are that are maybe non-essential, but all the essentials we agree on, right. and there's enough that we agree on that we can link arms for right. the sake of the kingdom and and partner together. And yes. we and we take them. We took with outreach, as you yeah. know, we we asked outreach to fill out a. Theological, yeah, yeah. yeah, not an application, but just sure because we understanding. Yeah, we needed to make sure we were we were together on the big thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and we we done the same thing with Christ Fellowship. Yeah, uh, there was a there was a church plant that approached us a few months back. We asked them to do the same thing, and after a lot of conversations with them, we there were things that you know while they accepted the deity of Christ and Christ's humanity, there were some things. With between us that we just could not agree yeah, mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I think there's wisdom there. Yeah, and that's, you have to agree on. on, on it's the like with our there. our one prayer stuff. I mean, exactly. we have a beliefs that unite us, and yeah. they're they're broad. They're the essentials, and and they're narrow enough to exclude uh, major issues, right. but they're broad enough to welcome. Sure. You know. Those in the body of Christ that can link arms and, exactly. and move forward, yeah, and exactly. I think I think that's what the one thing the Lord is doing is that a lot of those, you know, years and years ago, this may not have happened at Monaghan, you know, right. or, or any church, you know, that. like there's this is our congregation, this is what we're doing, and yeah. so yeah. I, I just praise God that there's a community of people within the GBA that's focusing on these types of things. There's these types of partnerships happening all over, and there's many. Other expressions of it in in our in, in the part areas. of our yeah. you know yes. community, and, yeah. and I do I do need to say that our our congregation has been so generous. That says a lot about graceful it about it. So, you know, we uh, on Sunday mornings with Downtown Press while we're finishing up our nine o'clock worship, they're com- they have an eight thirty service that they host in our gym. And uh, and then they so they they've got children and stuff and you can hear them like you can hear mm-hmm. them going up the steps and they can hear us and we've just kind of had to laugh it off and yeah. be like you know whatever we we've been able to um, 
We've had two combined worship services with Downtown that. Praise, Praise God. which That's is awesome. awesome. We did yeah. that uh, back in November. And then last night, uh, they host they had their uh, Lessons and Carols service, which mm-hmm. was just a beautiful service. And uh, we participated, you That's know, we cool. attended that yeah. with them. And yeah. uh, while we were in their meeting last night, it was so funny. The, the choir is up, and they're singing this beautiful uh, hymn. And all of a sudden, because the— Hispanic church meets in the choir room, which is directly behind them. You start hearing the blast of music coming from the Hispanic church, you know, mm-hmm. and That's and beautiful. nobody was. That's beautiful. You know, well, and it makes you realize, I mean, the things that are important and the things that are not important. Correct. You know, like yeah. you got to pick pick your battles. Right. And I think too often, especially in the church world, we 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 die on the wrong heels, Correct. right? You know, yes. like yeah. the Lord probably doesn't care as much about what color our carpet is and, you know, what exactly. time our service is or right. who sits in what seat as he does about us loving one another for the sake of the community and the lost in our community. I mean, what a beautiful expression for that area and for that community that there's different different expressions of the body of Christ coming together and saying, we love one another. Yeah. We're going to partner one together, and and we're going to maybe work through the disagreements that we have right. or the yeah. difficulties, right. and yeah. and how we walk in love in the midst of that conflict is very important. And so, I'm just like, thank you, Lord. You know, thank and keep God. for those who are listening, keep praying for God to unite His church in this area. I'm just going to encourage you. It is happening. You know, it looks different in different places, but I believe a lot of those walls are being torn down, and and God is inviting leaders and congregations to to enter into a deeper expression of unity, you know, whether they choose to do that, that's on them, but there's there's movement happening and, and stuff happening, and we want to keep praying for that and celebrating things like, you know, what's happening over at Monaghan whenever it does. You know, and I'll, I was going to uh, address our listeners also and exhort our listeners, if you heard what Ryan said, and he talked about a, a Baptist church and a Presbyterian church and a non-denominational church meeting on the same campus, and, and it didn't quite sit right with you, or you were like, what, that you can't. It's, it's, it's Heresy. Be that church or whatever. Um, I want to challenge you to ask yourself this question: Why? Why doesn't it sit right well with you? Yeah. And ask the Lord. Lord, show me. Is this what you're doing that I need to be a part of? At least via prayer or learn more about in some way, shape, or form. I mean, because yeah, I can imagine for some people the tendency is like, oh God, really? They y'all do that? But man, why? It's a, it is a beautiful thing. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, and we need to we need to learn to. One thing I'm excited about is is the I like to call cross pollination that's going on. Like you yeah. said, that you know downtown yeah. Perez and you guys having services together, and right. I'm sure you know there's members who are interacting with people, building relationships yes. that would have never happened before. Right. And Beautiful. I'm thing. looking forward to that as you know a member of outreach, being over there and seeing what's happening. And I know you guys mentioned that you host other ministry activities there well. on site on campus. With you know you got a gym, you got a softball right. field, you got a lot of facilities. Right. There's a lot of ministry opportunity that's there, there, are. there are. and that community needs it as well. Right. And Very so. Much. All those churches can can just grow in relationship together, but also grow in relationship with the need yeah, very that's much. there. It's just what the Lord is doing. Doing, doing awesome. this has, has allowed us, just kind of real quick, it, it's allowed us to— you know, one of the reasons many churches fall into that hole of of, uh, of needing to be revitalized that, you know, is, is because they get attached to these certain things, these mm-hmm. certain traditions. Mm-hmm. And, and so doing what we're doing there has allowed— 
I don't think it's going to allow us to do that because mm-hmm. we have to be flexible. Yeah, and you yeah. hold it loosely to whatever right. the Lord yeah. wants to do. That's yeah. right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you just have a, I mean, get a bigger vision for what's what God's doing, the regional or this area Correct. or yeah. beyond our own congregation. Yep. So, man, we thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Thank uh, you, Ryan Holtzclaw with Monaghan Baptist Church. If you want to reach out to Monaghan, uh, you can find their website at mbcgreenville.com. mbcgreenville.com. You can give them a call. I'm sure Ryan would love to talk more about oh, church yeah. revitalization with you. Do it all day. <laughs> All day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we really, man, thanks for what you're doing yeah, in our community and for your time uh, yeah. time here to, today. Uh, we glad that you tuned in. Our listeners, we're glad that you joined us. As always, it's an honor that you would uh, give us some of your time. We hope that you'll join with us next time. Until then, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next week as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the Scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.